Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Wednesday, November 30th. It is seven minutes after nine. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. You people better enjoy me while you've got me, because after looking at the amount of days I actually have off, you may never see me again. Don't say that. Some people would like that. You've got a lot of days off, don't you? I have come to a conclusion Mm -hmm. in the great take the days off saga that has riveted our audience mm-hmm. over the past week. So here's the deal. Beginning of the year, yeah. you were here yes. and you had the revolving chair of co-hosts yes. while the search for me was yes. ongoing. And so you put a lot of time and yeah. hours in without any days off. Yes. And then you did take some time off in the summer. Yes. But since then, uh, you have just been a worker bee nonstop. Against my better judgment, I went on a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to talk my way out of that, and it mm-hmm. didn't work. Now, here's the thing. But you have a lot of time off left that you have to use by yeah. the new year. Yeah, and technically, I had time off from the year before that oh, that they boy. just kept, I think, finagling the rules to roll over. Mm-hmm. And then I logged in today to mm-hmm. fill out the actual form after I had made my decision. Yeah. And then it was determined I had even more days off <laughs> than previously thought. And so I have sent a 911 request into our bosses mm-hmm. as of learning what a valuable employee. I mean, nobody overstates their value to this place more than me. <laughs> but upon seeing how many de- I mean, it's really an act of heroism. It is. I mean, what I've been doing at this place yeah. for the past two years. I mean, when yeah. you think about. You're so underappreciated. Great, I, when you think about great acts of American exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is top five. Like, I'm not putting it at the level of storming the hill at Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting it uh, at fighting at Gettysburg. I'm not foot- putting it at Paul Revere's famous ride. Yeah. But I am saying the amount of endless, timeless, let's just face it, it's great work that I've done at this place mm-hmm. the past two years. You're so selfless. And so I will announce that, because I know many people have been captivated, they've weighed in on it, I've listened to all of your input, mm-hmm. and we will announce that later in the show today. <laughs> okay. Pending the new days that I found off that I didn't know also, that I had. Also pending a reply from the boss. <laughs> <laughs> if well, this is so, going to fly. Well, I mean, what are they going to say? Sorry, I was such a good employee that I covered for everyone all. I mean, what, what are they going to say? Yeah, right? You've been the boss before. Yeah, I and I told you this morning, you deserve it. You have earned your days off. You need to take them. You need to recharge. Yeah. So I, I uh, hope you get the approval. Yeah, so I will announce that later in the program today. <laughs> okay. It is nine minutes after nine. So here's a question for you. Do you want Hunter Biden to be investigated? <laughs> Are you actually asking me? I'm asking everybody. Oh, okay. That was a question that was recently asked by Rasmussen, and they found out that, indeed, 62% of Americans do want Hunter Biden to be investigated, and also 61% say that Joe Biden is likely compromised by his business dealings (laughs) with China. Okay, so think about that statement, and what percentage was that? Sixty-one percent say he's been compromised. So so sixty-one percent of Americans—it's not sixty-one percent of Americans say 
the president is doing a bad job. It's not 61% of Americans saying the president doesn't understand the needs or of people like me. Mm-hmm. 61% of Americans are saying that the president of the United States is likely compromised. Mm-hmm. That means, in for those of you who may not know what that means, compromised means he is put in a position where he can be vulnerable and thus susceptible to things like strong arming and blackmail. Mm-hmm. And he is susceptible to China, who is one of the most powerful and dangerous regimes on this earth. That is a commentary from the American people, a bipartisan commentary at 61% on the president of the United States, the man in charge of new, uh, of national security, and the guy with the nuclear codes. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Uh, national security is at risk, and China has the world's second largest economy. And our president, according to a majority of Americans, think... That he is compromised. I mean, take the kid, and this, but I guess I was going to say take the kid out of the equation. You can't really take the kid out of the equation because the kid is the reason that he is compromised. I mean, I, th- I think what you're going to find is that Hunter Biden, it wasn't like Hunter Biden had these opportunities and then Biden said, hey, I want to weasel in on that. I think you're going to find that Hunter Biden from the get-go was the appointed middleman for Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. The other son, by all accounts, you know, he was the one, you have to go back in time to when kind of this stuff started, what was going on in the country, et cetera. The other son, Bo Biden, the one that he always talks about, was the one with the future, right? Mm-hmm. He was the politician. He was the guy who had served in the U.S. military. He was the upstanding citizen. He was the son that Joe Biden looked at and said, this guy has the future to carry on the family name. We cannot risk putting him in harm's way. Hey, here's my other loser kid who has no applicable skills or talent. He'll do just about anything. Mm -hmm. Let's maneuver him into these positions. I think if the Republicans do their job in terms of the investigation next year, as they claim in the House of Representatives, that is what you are going to find. Hunter Biden, by design was the appointed one to go into these positions because the other kid, and it's clear the way Biden talks about his deceased son, Bo, the the pride and joy he had in Bo versus what Hunter Biden was, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that is what you're going to find, that Hunter Biden was the, it's almost Fredo in the sense, right? I mean, it's almost in the sense of the, the I was going to say lovable, but he's not lovable, but the local goof who is presented with this opportunity to impress Pop the same way Fredo was always trying to impress the Godfather, and here's your opportunity to be a man and step up. Okay, Dad, I'll do it. Unfortunately for the Biden family, Hunter Biden is such a colossal screw-up, and the things that he did were were such self-inflicted wounds in terms of the laptop from hell, the drug use, the hookers, the whatever, that it, it all got exposed. 44% of Americans say that it is very likely that Joe Biden was at least consulted on his son's business deals and that he might have even profited on it. And Ted Cruz just yesterday said, I have serious concerns about corruption by Joe Biden during his time as vice president and now as president. The Biden family has received millions from firms in China and Ukraine. Okay. 
Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Kevin McCarthy met with Joe Biden yesterday, claims that he's committed to getting spending under control. Ha! <laughs> Do you believe that? I believe that he believes that, that he wants to try and get spending under control. I believe there is as much chance of Kevin McCarthy and the House Republicans getting federal spending under control as there was a chance that these conservatives who promised me, you got to hold your nose and vote for Todd Young, and we got a whole bunch of Todd Young just stuff to talk about later. You got to hold your nose and vote for him, and we'll hold him accountable. I, I believe there's as much chance that Republicans will do anything about spending as there was those conservatives were going to hold Todd Young accountable, and they didn't even make it a week with him. Here's Kevin McCarthy lying right to people's faces. We just had a meeting, and I, what I explained to all of them is that I can work with anyone who's willing to work to get our spending under control, to work to make America energy independent, to secure our borders. Um, CRs are not where we want to be, but if we cannot get our work done now, the outgoing majority, if they don't want to work with us, we can get this work done in January as well. No chance. He's saying everything that we want to hear. No chance. He still has not secured enough support from the House Republicans to become the next speaker. That's going to be decided in January. Uh, So he's still not the speaker of the House. And we've got more from Kevin McCarthy coming up from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 20 minutes after 9 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's take a look at some trending stories. Christian Pulisic, he's the guy who scored the goal for... The U.S. men's national team in the big soccer game yesterday in the 38th minute. He posted a picture of himself from the hospital after suffering an abdominal injury. You know what I think this was? The abdominal injury? Yes. Here's what I think this was. I know exactly what it was. No, I've given this a lot of thought. (laughs) This is like when the famed, now departed comedian Andy Kaufman Mm -hmm. got into professional wrestling and acted like he had broke his neck Mm -hmm. and had them take him to the hospital, paid for an ambulance to come, stayed in the hospital three days, wore a neck brace everywhere he went, trying to they want to make it so well, yes, they want to make it so believable. I'm thinking that this guy Mm -hmm. scores this goal Mm -hmm. and concocts this brilliant thing where now how do you become a national hero you beat the iranians mm-hmm. you are the guy who scores the game winning goal mm-hmm. and conveniently must go to hospital also ready to play on saturday <laughs> yes he did he went to the hospital after the game and returned back to the team's hotel before the team had even arrived this is the also game was over. this is also why i can't get into the soccer thing there's too much evidence that these guys are a bunch of fakers and attention Floppers. and attention grabbers yeah. yeah uh if you watch the goal in slow motion though i think you might see he did take a very hard knee to the groin area. Don't they yeah, wear? Did. Don't they wear athletic supporters though? No, I don't think really? so. No, shin guards, yes, but they, not in other areas. They don't wear. Really? No. Why? <laughs> Why would you not do that? So, so that he can get attention, just like you described. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sacrificing well, his body. Look, I'm not saying he deserved it then, because really, no person deserves that. But maybe he kind of. None of these people wear athletic supporters? Not that I'm aware of. Like, I've heard this about the guys in the National Football League, too. It's like, how could you play a... 
It's not supposed to be a contact sport. Well, apparently it was for him. It was, definitely. He's going to be okay, and like you mentioned, he plans to play in Saturday's game. Also trending, Casey Anthony, you might recall her. Peacock Network has dropped a three-part limited docu-series, which premiered on the 29th, and uh, it is uh, Casey Anthony is the lady who is famously acquitted in 2011 of charges of murder, manslaughter, and child abuse following the death of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee. And this was her first on-camera interview since then. Finally trending, McDonald's. They're giving away free meals for life, kinda, beginning December 5th. Every order completed in the McDonald's app for at least $1 will be entered in to win this contest for a McGold card. And the winners of these McGold card will get McDonald's for life. And then each winner will also get three cards to give away. So a total of 12 people can win McDonald's for life and join the ranks of Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and actor Rob Lowe, who have these gold McDonald's cards. We were, do you do any apps on your phone for food? No. Not yeah, really. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't really do apps in yeah. period, but, uh, I, can I come back to, I, we're going to get this later in the show, but we don't have enough time to play this McConnell McCarthy audio. We'll save it for next segment because it's, it's really good and I want to get into it. But can we talk about the real story of that game ma- match? It's match, right? It's match. Of the soccer, soccer game? Yeah, sure. the match yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, was the torturous terror, terror look mm. on the faces of these Iranian... Mm. Iranian? No, I'm trying to say it the way that's going to make them mad. What was it? Iranian. Uh, Ira- Iranian mm-hmm. um, players. Yeah. Because they had decided not to sing the national anthem on uh, after before their first game to stand in solidarity with the protesters in Iran. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it is very clear mm-hmm. that they were given the memo from the Ayatollah and his lunatic uh, followers and friends that you will sing and you will act like you're happy and you will never do that again. And I cannot imagine what those players were put through. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the mechanism by which it works, but if Joe Biden had an ounce of dignity about him, he would offer every single one of those players full asylum to defect to this country immediately and start spilling their guts about what a bunch of maniacs those people are, but he won't do it because he's in bed with those people because Biden and Obama backed up pallets upon pallets of cash over a billion dollars to bribe those people, so he won't do it. But it, but man, what a, those people just looked just miserable. And even worse, when the game was over, I saw one of the players laying on the field and like he just didn't even want to get up. Well, you're not going to know yeah. what they're facing when they get home. There was a report that came out that the families of the players were going to face torture and imprisonment if the players did anything against the regime. Yeah. So and, well, not only were they facing yes. bad times going home, but their family members, and as let's well. just let's just pretend everything was fine. Like just pretend none of this happened. Even if even if everything was fine, you're still going back to Iran, right? Even if you did everything right, you weren't facing any consequences. Right. 
What are you going home to? Yeah, it, that place. It's not uh, It's not Sacramento, California. Yeah, just be grateful that we live in a country with freedom and where dissent doesn't mean threats towards your family. It is 926. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. I don't think anybody should be spending any time with Nick Fuentes. That's what Kevin McCarthy said when he broke his silence yesterday regarding the dinner that Trump had with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes showed up. He did give the president the benefit of the doubt, though, saying that he didn't think he knew who he was meeting. (laughs) Okay, so let's, first of all, because we're going to play McCarthy talking about this, then we're going to play McConnell talking about this. The Democrats, I mean, everybody makes a big deal about it because it's Trump and they fear Trump. But let's face it, the Democrats are riddled with people who either have a history of anti-Semitism or racism or have associated closely with people who have that. I mean, and there's never a peep out of it. So let's not act like this is some, oh my gosh, we're so offended. We played yesterday Joe Biden eulogizing Robert Byrd, Mm -hmm. who was a leader in the KKK. Okay. That is about as bad as you can possibly be, and nobody says bull crap about that, right? I mean, Joe Biden on the regular will talk about how he was buddies with, ate lunch with. Friends with. Nailed around with. Mm-hmm. All these people who were, were total, total racist. So the the playing of this is not, oh my gosh, this is so egregious and it's unprecedented and Trump must be removed from society. We're playing this because... Uh, at least I put it on the template because I want to remind you about what terrible judgment Donald Trump has and a reminder of this is why he can't be the Republican nominee for president because let's face it, Republicans are held to a ridiculously higher standard than the Democrats because the media is made up predominantly of people who are looking to torpedo Republicans. Mm -hmm. That sucks, it's unfair, it's not right, it is the way the game is played, and to quote the former famed coach Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. Complaining about it is fine. It ain't going to change anything. Republicans are held to a much higher standard than the Democrats because the people who report the information are on the Democrat team. Mm-hmm. And the reality is these sort of unforced errors, this is an unforced error, and much of Trump's stuff, it's a pattern of behavior, right? Unforced, needless errors are a reminder this guy gives the media an arm of the Democrat Party free opportunities to beat him like he's in a game of Mm whack-a-mole. Don't give them the ammunition. Right. They're already coming for you. Right. And now you're just giving them more to... Yeah. Okay, so this is what Kevin McCarthy had to say about it. I don't think anybody should be spending any time with Nick Fuentes. He has no place in this Republican Party. I think President Trump uh, came out four times and uh, condemned him and didn't know who he was. Well, he just said he didn't know who he was. He didn't condemn him or his ideology. Well, I condemn his ideology. It has no place in society. What is your take on that? And what about the former president all for deciding to have that dinner? That and the president didn't know who he was. And he the president has given up. You know what? We're, we're, he's been... So he knew who Conde West did. He didn't know who Fuentes is. Yes. Okay. So, Casey, mm-hmm. in your life, have you ever, and, and it's not to say we are not as important or as good or whatever as Donald Trump, but we live a much 
more free life in terms of freewheeling association with random people, mm-hmm. right? I think that's safe to say. You, me, Kevin, in, almost any person walking the planet. Well, we're not being scrutinized to the level that he is. Right. But I mean, you, we go to Walmart, mm-hmm. you go to the Kroger, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. You, you run into, just by the sort of lifestyle you live, you have a much more, a much greater opportunity to have free association with random people. Is, mm-hmm. that, a, mm-hmm. is that a factual statement? Yeah. Has a random person you don't know ever randomly one evening showed up on your doorstep (laughs) and said, I would like to come to dinner in your house and you've let them in? No, no. Of course not. No. You want to know who is this person Mm -hmm. in my house. Now, I suppose there is an opportunity by which you have had a friend come over and bring a friend a plus one that you were just meeting for the first time but it's it, it's usually like a wife or a girlfriend or mm-hmm. you know a husband mm-hmm. or and typically they would let you know give you a little advance right. yeah you know if you, if you were the former president of the United States mm-hmm. hey i'm bringing my friend charlie to dinner with or in this mm-hmm. case my friend nick mm-hmm. oh we're going to need to know a little bit about Nick. Mm-hmm. Casey, I, I will also say this, and I don't say this to brag, because you know that is the last thing I would want to do, want people to do, is to know what a what an incredible life I have lived and a blessed life I have lived mm-hmm. and the incredible things I've had the opportunity to do. Yeah. You may sure. not be aware I have interviewed the President of the United States. I've heard that. It was like a dream. Yes, a great dream. A oh, great, we don't want to sell it short. It was a great a, a dream. Great dream. I, it, was a, it was a great dream. Uh, again, not to be braggadocious in any shape, form, or fashion, but he did say he wished every interview could be just like that one. Mm-hmm. This is not about, what I'm about to say is not about me. Keep in mind, he probably says that after every interview. No, I, have, on, I saw him do the other interviews. He did not, okay. he did not say that. Okay. And your attempt to belittle <laughs> what Trump thought of my interviewing skills, I'm not going to let us that bring down this segment. Um, as someone who has gone through the process of getting an engagement with the president, yeah. he was not even the president-elect at the time, there is zero way that a random stooge showed up on his doorstep and Trump was like, oh, yeah, come on in. Yeah, he probably had handlers around, didn't he? There was, and again, he was not even the president. Now, he did have Secret Service at the time, but he was not even, the, he wasn't even the, technically the Republican nominee. He was the assumed nominee, but he was not even the, the, the nominee. There is no way, you cannot just call Nick Fuentes. Now, Kanye might be able to, but there is no way they just let a rando, especially someone who is a lunatic like Kanye. It's like if, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of who Jenna Ellis, who was, you know, former confidant of the president. If she shows up and if somebody's with her, there's probably less scrutiny because she's not a, r- a raging lunatic. Kanye West mm-hmm. is a maniac <laughs> who has a history of mental illness. There's nothing wrong with that. Many people do and they recover and everything else. But he repeatedly in a public fashion mm-hmm. shows he is likely not past whatever that issue has been. Mm-hmm. They don't just let you waltz in and hang out with the president. Mm-hmm. Some stranger this is not guess who's coming to dinner. This is not, you know, this is not, you know, who who am I, who's coming along with me? This is laughable that Trump didn't know who this person was. Well, Mike Pence came out and he said, as he pointed out in his book, as he's out peddling his book, I don't believe Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. I don't believe he's a racist or a bigot. I would not have been his vice president if he was. Well, now, again, Mike Pence, yes, Mike Pence would have been his vice president because Mike Mike Pence is a disingenuous person when it comes to politics. He yearned to be in politics from the time he was old enough to tie his shoes. He was about to get his ass kicked by John Gregg and be a one-term governor. So that's beside the point. He's not... 
he's not being he's being disingenuous about that but the reality is and i love these like in the chat somebody you literally sit here and bash trump the entire time you're on air same with tony katz so what if the man had dinner with ye like what incorrect grammar here but like what does it matter who he eats with it it doesn't for us i mean it does somewhat for us our employer has the right to say it matters you as the audience would have the right to say it matters by not listening but it matters if you're running for president of the United States. Everything you do matters. This th- this Kenneth Moon in the YouTube chat was trying to be mean and he made the point. It does matter. Everything you do matters. You're giving them free ammunition to torpedo, not just you, but the party itself. This is why his candidates didn't get over the finish line. How much evidence do you need that this guy's behavior matters and he keeps doing things that harms not only himself, but everyone around him? Okay, so Mitch McConnell said the same thing. Anyone meeting with anti-Semites or white supremacists is very unlikely to be elected president. That's what Mitch McConnell has to say about this. He doesn't think Trump Trump is electable now. First, let me just say that there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. And anyone meeting with people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely to ever be elected president of the United States. Trump never, because Trump is, I say this, it'll sound weird, but it says a compliment. Trump has never been a team player. And what I mean that by that is in the sense of, in business, you are all about you and the entity you own and the entity you are responsible for. And so every decision Donald Trump has ever made has been solely about himself. Now, obviously, it might have some impact on his family, et cetera. But in politics, especially when you are the president or the former president running for president, again, that's kind of unprecedented, not totally unprecedented, but but it's been a long time, you still are at least as of right now, he is still the face, the de facto head Mm -hmm. of the Republican Party. Until someone beats him or he drops out of this race, he is still the face and the head of the Republican Party, which means you are responsible Mm -hmm. for getting other, helping get other people across the finish line. And I don't even know if it's malicious. I don't know at this point with Trump, but he has never seemed to understand that you you are responsible not just for you, but literally thousands of other elected officials as the face of your party. And now there's division going on within the Republican Party because now Trump and McConnell are fighting. Trump blamed McConnell for not being able to seize the Senate, saying that it was Mitch McConnell's fault that they blew the midterms. Yes. Okay, so when we, we let's take a break. When we come back, mm-hmm. I want to compare and contrast this conversation we're having with Trump and play you some audio from Ron DeSantis, mm. and then and then let's compare and contrast the conversations we we the media mm-hmm. get to have based on the actions of these people. All right, it's coming up from ninety three WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. <laughs> yeah, I uh, decided I should probably wash it. You today. did. See, I can tell now. Yep. First time since uh, the weekend. I think last time was on Saturday. Yeah. He looks can, blonder I, today. It's amazing. I can actually tell. Yeah. That I, now that we've had that conversation yesterday. I washed mine today. By the way. I see no difference. Every day. Yeah. Well, you do it every it day, right? Wait, we got. By the way, we got a whole bunch of voicemails about that. About uh, washing our about hair. About washing it. How well, often to do that? And I would like to point out that Kevin is playing an incredible song here. We like to give. Kevin credit when he does that mm-hmm. because the, the night uh, co-written by Bruce. Yes, absolutely. The Patty Smith version was the uh, and then Ten Thousand Maniacs mm-hmm. did a cover years later that were hits, but that yes was indeed written by Bruce Springsteen. You are full of Bruce Springsteen knowledge. There you go. Let's talk about Ron DeSantis. So Chinese authorities have initiated a massive law enforcement response to the protests that began last week, and they continued to intensify across the weekend, but now apparently. We're being told, don't really know for sure, but they say at least temporarily the CCP has restored order in the major cities of Beijing and Shanghai as of yesterday. And Ron DeSantis, yes, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, the Sunshine State, is the only person that I have heard come out and officially have a response to China's zero COVID policy. All right, yeah, so I want to play this audio, and then I'm going to talk about why it's important based on the se- the segment we just did. So let's hear from Ron DeSantis. I just want to make a comment about what we've been seeing going on in China. Uh, this zero COVID policy uh, is draconian. Uh, it violates people's liberties, and it is completely unscientific. And the people of China are right to be able to speak out and protest against what the Chinese Communist Party is doing. This CCP has a maniacal desire to exert total control over its population. Zero COVID is really just the pretext for them to do what they want to do anyways. And that is not a model uh, that can work over the long term. The people in China are finally speaking out uh, against it. And, And I just think we need these draconian uh, COVID policies to go to the ash heap of history where they belong. It's perfect. He's saying the things that need to be said because they're right. And he's saying the things at the time as we played yesterday, the president of the United States, because he is, as 61% of the people in this country believe, Mm -hmm. very likely compromised Mm -hmm. by China, won't say it. That is a great conversation to put in front of the American people. That is a great thing for us to come on and talk about here today, Mm -hmm. is to say, look at the difference between Ron DeSantis and Joe Biden. Ron DeSantis is leading against the tyrannical communist 
communist government in China. He is leading for liberty and freedom around the world. He is standing up for people who need to be stood up for. Mm -hmm. And let's compare and contrast that with Joe Biden, who has absolutely nothing for these people. Right. And part of being the head of a party, whether it's the actual nominee of the party or in the wake of an election, the head of a party, is the sort of conversations that people like us get to have about you every single day. And I'm willing to have this conversation proudly every single day on what a great leader Ron DeSantis is when it comes to dealing with China. He took a stand. Absolutely. Now, people have got to remember, whether it's in the YouTube chat or people listening, that you have to picture what the conversation goes with the average person, not the hardcore political person like you. And I say this as a positive. Like, if you're in our YouTube chat, if you're listening to us, there's a good chance you're really into or pretty into politics. You're more engaged than the average person. And that's phenomenal. If we had, mm-hmm. a, if we had a state full of you people, the state would be much different. But the average person is not you. And so for the people who try to do the, well, the Trump That's meeting, a compliment, by the way. Right, You're abs- saying they're above average. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish, again, everybody was like you. But the average person, when people go, well, Trump meeting with Prentice, it's no big deal. Maybe not to you. But when you stop the average person on the street, the person at the Walmart, the person at the Kroger, the person at the Wendy's, and you say, what is the easier conversation to have in terms of promoting your person? Wow. The guy who's standing up to tyranny in China and standing with the protesters for liberty and freedom or the guy who had dinner with the mm-hmm. anti-Semite racist. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the average person knows who Nick Fuentes is when it comes to the Trump conversation. But if you were to say, hey, Ron DeSantis is saying that the COVID policies in China are draconian and should not be going, they would understand that because we've all been through lockdowns. America's still living with the damage done by the lockdowns that we had. So now China's end game is coming. And that is why Ron DeSantis's COVID policies are remaining relevant. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so when we come back, um, we've got some things we need to address. I have a major question about an event at my house last night. Okay. Did Bruce get the Christmas tree? Well, Bruce did something. (laughs) And it kind of maybe wasn't his fault. And then... I, we will have the big reveal on what I'm going to do with my days off. I just got our correspondence back from our fabulous boss. That Fantastic. was some good news. Uh, and then everything else that's going on in the world. All right. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good morning.